today. Monday. And I need a break. I mentioned before I often learn things about my life here on the show. Now, you would think, uh, because we spend just about every minute with each other, that I would learn about things going on that have nothing to do with the show. (laughs) But sometimes I learn them here. And you just have, uh, I'm learning now, I'm just uh, being informed that this upcoming weekend you are going uh, joint Mm trick-or-treating. And I suppose this is probably a thing that's fairly common, or at least somewhat common, among people that are, you know, mixed couples. Yeah. So you are going trick-or-treating with your ex Uh and his new person Uh and the kids because it's his year to have the kids because you split holidays. Right. And it's kind of funny to me, by the way, that Halloween is considered a holiday the way that Thanksgiving and Christmas are considered holidays, but fine. It's not your year, but he said, you know, if you would like to join us, I'll be fine with that. Yes. Which I suppose is nice of him to do, I guess. It is. Because I I wouldn't invite him to go trick-or-treating with me. Well, (laughs) but I don't know that you're not being mean. No. It's just that you feel awkward, but he does not, for whatever reason, feel awkward. No. And so you're, you've decided, well, fine, I will do this. Right. Well, not only is it him and his girlfriend, but then it's also his girlfriend's ex-husband and his, his new, new person. Wa- yeah. So it's just me because you're not able to come because you have to work. Well, it's really not that I'm not able to come. I'm just not willing to do this sort of thing. This is just not for me. <laughs> no, and you say, I you know what? You'll that. ruin it for everybody with your complaining. It, so just don't bother. Right. So I'm going to, I am going to go, but I am like the fifth wheel, literally. I'm going to be the the only one there, but I want to go for the kids. Lola's getting older. I feel like it might be one of the last years she actually wants to go trick or treating or at least is okay with mom coming along. So I feel like I need to I think be the there, whole but- thing is strange, but it's probably good that you've got the, the other ex and the new husband because then it's like you know it's just yeah, people but they hang- like each other they're like friends so well, it's weird i know I, but there's so many people that yeah you really you don't have to really say yeah. anything you know what i mean well i i need to do something to make myself feel more comfortable with the situation so i think that this might be the best time for me to actually go ahead with my lifelong dream and purchase my blow-up dinosaur costume and wear that while i'm trick-or-treating your blow-up dinosaur costume yes the inflatable dinosaur costume the t-rex <laughs> costume that i've been dreaming of for years now uh-huh. i think it would be a great time no one actually sees you you're just you're right. hidden under the costume right so i could just walk around the neighborhood with the kids <laughs> in my t-rex costume and the four of them and it'll be great are they all wearing costumes no <laughs> no that just, doesn't make you feel more uncomfortable no because no it doesn't it makes you feel better which i know is weird but again i feel like i won't have to talk to anyone because i'm in a costume that's completely covered you just up. make dinosaur noises yeah oh uh, rochelle <laughs> rochelle do you want to do this door I mean, that's fantastic. (laughs) I think she's lost it. Uh. (laughs) And then you'll have the costume and you can wear it to the supermarket, to the post office. I know. I mean, hell, you can wear it here. I know. And I'll have the little tiny arms so I don't have to carry anybody's candy. There's four of them to deal with it. It's a perfect plan. Is she a T-Rex or is she Mick Jagger? (laughs) I'll be here. I'll be like, all right, it's time for your he said. (laughs) Jesus. Everything about this sounds just awful. <laughs> Terrible. I'll be happy to be under the covers by myself. <laughs> Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss on 99.7 FM, South Jersey, Atlantic City, anywhere on the free Boss app, 1071theboss.com, around the galaxy. Welcome to a Back to Business Monday. Good morning. Hello, America. It is Monday, October the 24th, 2022. We got another good one for you today. Go over to the Celebrity Hotline. Talk to the Toy Hunter. He's part of a new documentary series on the history of toys. Yes. There's uh, season two already on the History Channel. Uh, Jordan Hembro, who follows you on Twitter. Yes, he does. And not me. Sorry. He follows you. <laughs> me and all 200 of my other followers. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Hembro will be on a celebrity hotline. Uh, we'll do hashtag mom. Cover. 
720, 920. He said. She said. At 750. We'll check the bulletin board, the Fast Five, the birthdays. It is all coming up this morning. I was going on and on about podcasts yesterday a little bit. Look at some chaos on all the socials. Let me start with my Twitter page. Now, I, I will uh, begin this by saying I was able to uh, mediate the situation. So I, I probably should be running for president. Uh, or something to that effect. <laughs> I, I feel like I should be serving in public office because I'm uh, somewhat proud of myself that I was able to diffuse what was a hostile situation. You see people all the time going, I'm very concerned about the country. And then, of course, people start arguing and then screaming at each other and calling each other stupid. And, right, right. Well, I posted that uh, the Warner Brothers people, the movie company, mm-hmm. has announced that they're going to make a new Superman film. And I'm a big fan. Yes. I, I'm a big fan of the character since I was a kid. Big fan of him even now. This is true. In our bathroom, we have a, a movie poster. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of figures, some coffee mugs, yes. a T-shirt. I'm a big, big Huge fan. Huge fan. I have Christopher Reeve's autograph from when Me I was too. a kid. Yes. Uh, and while he is my favorite, and I do think he was a fantastic actor, and we learned... After his injury, a fantastic person. Yeah, yeah. There are many great adaptations. I like the, remember that Lois and Clark show? Yeah, I used to really like that. With Terry, Terry Hatcher, Hatcher, Dean Cain. Yeah, yeah. There was the Smallville show. Mm-hmm. I like the old one with George Reeves from back in the 50s. I yes. like the cartoons. I like it all. I wasn't crazy about the most recent one. You know, the one with Ben Affleck and that guy, Henry Cavill? Oh, uh, yeah. So they announced, yeah. the Warner Brothers people announced, they got a deal with, uh, who's the bald guy, big muscular guy? He's got the Black Adam movie out this weekend. The Rock. That's him. The Rock. Dwayne Johnson, The yes. Rock. He's got too many names <laughs> for me to remember. <laughs> he said that he wants his next Black Adam movie to involve Superman, and that has started a whole oh, thing. So they want Henry Cavill now, because they got a different director, I guess, it's going to be The Rock. Okay. They want Henry Cavill to come back and play Superman. So I posted a link to this story on my Twitter, and I post all kinds of things on there. Mm-hmm. And said I wasn't crazy about Henry Cavill. I didn't the think he captured the tone of the character. Sure. You know, because Superman is truth, justice, in the American way, and up, up, and away. He's a little cheesy. He's he not is, like... He's, he he right? is a little over the top, a little cheesy. It, it, but in it, a good is, way. In a sweet way, yes. Whereas yeah. Batman is, you know, I must kill. Oh, he's a vent. He's, yeah. he's, he's a vent. My parents are dead, and now yeah. I'll, I'll kill all the bad guys, yeah. which is fine. <laughs> so I just said, I, I wish we could find just the right actor for this character. Sure. Because the Henry Cavill Superman movies did not do that. Well, I mean, they did okay. They weren't a blockbuster like the Spider-Man right. or the Doctor Strange, right? right? The Marvel. Mm-hmm. And I get this guy just trolling me and not only disagreeing with me, which is fine if he doesn't agree with me. Yeah. He's, he called me a, a stupid blue check and a dork and a geek and a nerd. He's and, making uh, fun of your hair. He called He's... me a Peter Pan, you know, like a, a boy who never grew up. Right. Yeah, that's right. He said I was losing my hair and I was too fat to fit in my jacket. Listen, all of that's true, <laughs> but that's not the point. And so I said to him, you better... You know, better watch. We're talking about Superman, right? Can you can you stop this? Right. Why are you personally attacking me he's, over a post about Superman? Like he said, you better grow some thicker skin. But as time went on, I said, listen, what I was saying is, it's not about you know, I want to relive my youth and only have the, any movie that isn't the one I grew up with stinks. Yeah. And I was able to diffuse the situation and actually had him say, I, I hear you, Amen, peace. So, so like we right. actually found common ground. So I'm like, I clearly need to run for office. Yes, I can bring this country together. That's definitely what that means. Maybe you need to play the next Superman. <laughs> no, I, no. I, I mean, if, if there, I'd be like the before picture. Stop it. You know what I mean? I can't no. even imagine what I would look like in leotards no, with my underwear. I think out. you did do a good job because Twitter is just a cesspool. It's just people- well, you play right into that because, and I, I mentioned this to you. I said, "Look at this guy. What is yeah. the deal with this guy? Yeah. I don't know who he is. Some mm-hmm. guy from Texas, and mm-hmm. he's going on about how I'm stupid, and I don't." And you jumped into the middle of this and started telling him to shut I, up. I, no, I didn't. I posted a, I just posted a, a uh, meme or whatever from 
Toy Story that it was, uh, you're a sad, strange little man and I have pity for you. Well, he is kind of and, a sad, strange little man because there was no need to attack right. me personally. Well, and that's all I posted and then he came back at me and then he was like, y- uh, your husband is balding and I was like, what is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> I may be graying, all, but I'm not balding. I was like, first of all, no, he's not. Yeah, not <laughs> balding. Secondly, and I am too fat for my jacket. He's well, right about is, that. I don't know is, how he knows that. What is he talking? Well, because he I, I, he went and liked like 800 of my, well, I only have probably six tweets. So he went and liked every single one of my tweets. So he was stalking us, apparently, which I found to be kind of strange. Yeah, but, it is a little strange. But I, I just don't, I don't But I won Twitter. him over. That's the point. You did win him over. But I hate that Twitter is like this because they, I, people just feel like they can just make fun of people or whatever because it's Twitter and you're behind your keyboard. Like, knock it off. All right. You're allowed to have your own opinion. Now, to this point, we also have a feud that's been going for a couple of days here on our 107 The Boss Facebook page. Yes. Because we were talking the other day about what your prom date is doing today, if you can remember back. Mm -hmm. And apparently someone posted something and then another guy came back and said, uh, they seem to know each other. He said, you were a a loser in high school and you didn't have a date. Right. And they started arguing with each other. And then a third person jumped in and and said, you know, at least they had a date. You, you know, you did. I mean, it was, there's like three people going back and forth. Like 12, 15, 20 comments on this, right? I really didn't mean to start something. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know what's happening. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. So, you know, I don't ever get involved in these conversations here. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I need to go on and I need to mediate the situation. Is that what you're going to do? Because you know what I am? I'm a uniter. (laughs) I bring people together. Yes. We hold hands and do a little kumbaya. Yes. I'm like a camp counselor is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so I think it's time I step in and dad shuts all this tomfoolery around. Do it. Okay. Okay. We go to the celebrity hotline. I guess. I guess. You say it's a celebrity hotline. <laughs> the return of a kid that was with us for the first six months we were here. He was yeah. with us for a couple of years before that. He has mm-hmm. returned, we've learned, to work uh, part-time out at the old station we used to be at. But he's pursuing a career in stand-up comedy. And he was directly involved in a little incident we had here on the program last week. There he is. Good morning, Vin. Holy shit. <laughs> Yo, Vinny. I, I think I already know what you're calling for, and I was just about to text you guys. Now, listen, there's a couple things. First of all, you're, uh, you're, we're taping this. You're on the air, okay? Oh, oh. All right, so that's fine. So that's fine. Number two, uh, you haven't talked to us in like three months, so you can go suck More it. More than that. You just never, you don't, you're a terrible friend. You don't stay in touch, so I'm very upset with you. Yeah, I don't really talk to anybody. I'm not going to lie. All right, number three, I'm very proud of you. I'm watching your stand-up career. I think it's great that you're pursuing that. That's fantastic. Number four, what the hell did you do to Jerry O'Connell? <laughs> Jerry O'Connell blew that out of proportion. <laughs> so what happened? What happened? So that's hilarious. Um, so I have to, um, I'm taking calls. We have a guy doing the morning show, but he's not here. He's doing, you know, kind of what you guys did. Okay. Um, so... I'm taking all the, I'm basically running the morning show. I'm producing stuff and producing his breaks. Um, so I'm taking calls all morning. Hmm. And when he, when he called, I was, we had just got done doing like a, a kid quiz competition or whatever, uh, uh, where people were calling in. And then randomly as I was editing something, I got another call. And then the guy, I didn't hear what he said at first. He was kind of breaking up and he's like, Hey, is Robbie and Rochelle there? <laughs> I was just like, what? Like, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was really confused. I was like, Oh, uh, no, they haven't worked here in like a year. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry, man. And then he kind of broke up again. I didn't really hear what he said. I'm like, yeah, sorry. Uh, and then I didn't hang up. I think he, I, he said something. I'm like, yeah, sorry. Bye. 
Okay, now here's uh, here's how he tells the story. He says he uh, found it. He calls the number, and they go, hello. The person that answers the phone says, uh, or he says, rather, to the person that answers the phone, can I talk to Robbie and Michelle? And he goes, they don't work here anymore. Slam. So we immediately figured it was the old lady that owns the place. You know what I mean? <laughs> or, or her son. Or her son, yeah. Yeah, see, that, that makes sense. Um, and I, I would get that, but no, it was me, man. It was you. It was me, but, I mean, I guess I understand, you know, Jerry doesn't understand what I was thinking. I didn't understand what he was thinking. Um, well, I was just confused when I heard your guys' name. I hadn't. It was like a, a old memory stored back in my mind. I haven't heard that in forever. All right, <laughs> all been right. That long. <laughs> you know what's actually ironic about this is because here's the backstory that you don't know. Jerry was supposed to be on, and then he canceled. And I went on the air and complained about it. You remember how I complain because I'm a big diva, right? Uh, I got you. Yeah. So then I complained about it. He apparently had some friends that listen to the station and and told him that we were making fun of him. So then he reached out and said, "I'm so sorry," but I didn't believe it was really him emailing me because you know he's he's a celebrity. What's he doing listening to our show? And I said, watch, I'm going to call this number. It's going to be Vinny, intern Vinny, who used yeah, to be on the show. that's true. So it's so weird that you actually were behind some of this. <laughs> that is, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to go on my defense and say Jerry blew a little out of proportion. Uh-huh. All right. At the same time, I think he mistook my, um, what he thought was rudeness for my confusion. I had no idea what was going on. Well, yeah, I mean, I, he amazing. Was like, he was like the nicest guy ever. Yeah. You really missed an opportunity there, Vinny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe. It's amazing someone thought you were rude. Now, listen, so people still ask about you. What are you, how you doing? Everything good with you? Life is fine? I'm doing well. I'm just working, I'm getting into a stand-up uh, routine. I've been doing stand-up comedy every week at some local bars bars and whatnot uh still still living with my mom that's all right that's all right still with the girlfriend uh, no that's another update oh no. i got dumped oh man you probably deserved it well that's true let's yeah you honest. are a bit of a creep let's be honest right well and also she upgraded because now she's dating some dude in the band uh, so have you found somebody <laughs> new or what no, no, not, not even close. Are you still pining after the news girl, Lauren Scafidi? <laughs> no. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Very funny. Um, I actually met her for the first time over the summer. Oh, oh my God. And uh, here's how that conversation went. Oh, Lauren, it, it's me. You remember? And then she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Security. And then, I, and then I couldn't say a single word after that. Uh, the buddy I was with, he just did all the talking, and I, I didn't say a single word after that. I was... I was, yeah, I couldn't say anything. This is now two celebrity encounters you have blown, the news lady and Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. Come, come on, Vinny, come on now. I don't really know where, where I'm expecting to go as far as fame-wise if I can't even talk to people that are celebrities. Well, don't you miss talking to us? Isn't this nice that we're all together again? I do. It is nice. I do apologize for not catching up sooner. I no, no, you don't. You don't care at all. You don't care at all. <laughs> we miss you, Vinny. We miss you. Yeah, we do. We miss you. Well, I miss you guys too. I'm glad you guys are doing well, and oh. I mean, at least you guys are not living with your parents. <laughs> you don't know not yet. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, know We've done this before. We get a lot of uh, positive feedback on it. I thought we'd do it again. Uh, which celebrity is richer? <laughs> it's a list of two celebrities mm-hmm. for unknown reasons. We pair them together, okay. and it's kind of interesting to figure out who has got more money between the two of them. You see where okay. we're going with this here? Yeah. I mean, some of them might make sense. Like, for example, Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
both action movie stars, Ooh. big muscly guys. Stuff their friends too. They just posted a picture on Instagram of yeah. they were carving pumpkins together. Did you they see that? They formed that, that uh, Planet Hollywood restaurant together. So funny. It was those two and Bruce Willis, if you remember. So <laughs> if, who's if, got more money, Sylvester Sly or Arnold the Gov? If I had to guess, I would say Sylvester. No, Arnold has got a really? little more of cash. He's got four hundred fifty million. Okay, Sly has got four hundred. I was thinking the Rocky franchise maybe pushed him ahead a little bit because yeah. Arnold had some doozies like twins and <laughs> kindergarten cop. I don't know how much. It's not really- a tumor. <laughs> it's not what it is. It's a headache. <laughs> I didn't know if those grossed very much for him. But. He was in uh, the holiday classic Jingle All the Way exactly. with Sinbad. You exactly. Know what I mean? <laughs> Sly, I think, is suing for some of the money from Rocky, so I think there's something to that. Oh, okay. I saw something about that. Interesting. Okay. How about this? Clint Eastwood or Sean Connery? Two iconic stars. Oh. Now, granted, this uh, is Sean Connery's estate because he's dead. Right. Hey, um, I'm still here, <laughs> you son of a gun. I bet Sean Connery still has more. Uh, now they're tied oh. at $350 oh, million really? apiece. Isn't that interesting? Wow, that is interesting. He's dead and he still has as much money as me. <laughs> hey. Kevin Hart, Will Smith. Who's got more cash? Jeez. Oh, Will Smith. Will Smith has less cash. Oh, really? By $100 million. You were nodding guys. knowingly. No, it's it, Kevin Hart. It's $450 million. Will has about $350 million. We'll take that for a slap in the face. <laughs> I was talking about him the other day. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Ryan Seacrest versus Dr. Phil, both daytime television personalities. Oh, Ryan Seacrest has to have more money than Dr. Phil. Nope. Dr. Phil. You're kidding. 460 versus 450 I've gotten every one of these wrong. How about Clooney or Hanks? Two of the most beloved actors there are. Oh, who's got more cash? Uh, I would I would caution you with this hint. George Clooney also has the uh, the wife's money. Well, yeah, but he's also got the uh, is it tequila the alcohol? Yeah, yeah. It might be gin. I think it's a gin. Yeah, I was gonna say George anyway, so I'm gonna stick with George. You were correct. Okay, he's got six hundred million. Tom Hanks has got four hundred million. Living in Italy with his beautiful wife. How about two of the stars of The Departed? Two uh, legendary playboys in Hollywood: Jack Leo. Nicholson, Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> Leo. 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 No, it's Jack. He's got four hundred million. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Brad Pitt, Jennifer Aniston. They hate each other now. Um. Uh, or is that Brad and Angelina that had each other? I think Brad they all hate each other. Yeah, I don't right. know. Who'd you say? I, Jennifer. Yep, she's got more. She's at yeah. 320. Brad Pitt at 300. Yeah, she made, at the last season of Friends, she made a million dollars an episode. I yeah. do know that. Here's some weird ones. Jackie Chan or Vin Diesel? <laughs> That's a weird pairing, right? Who's got more weird. money? Ooh. Vin has got all those Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, I'm going to say Jackie Chan, though, because I know he's directed, too. You're correct. 400 million versus 200 million. Yes. So he's got some serious cash. Yeah, he does. Robert Downey Jr. or Simon Cowell? Again, I'm not sure what the two of them have to do uh, with each other, but this is an interesting one. Simon Cowell. Simon blows him away. Yeah. Robert Downey's got 250. Simon's got 600 million. Yeah, yeah. Again, he does all that producing and, and those bands, so he's getting royalties. So. Let's do a little update. We've done these two before. The last time we did this, the Jimmys, Kimmel or Fallon? Who's got more money? Uh, Fallon. They are tied. Oh, really? At 60 million dollars. Kimmel's coming on up on him. He's coming on up. <laughs> I He's like got it. the mojo. Good for him. So there you are. That was interesting. Who's got more money, us or Lou and Shannon? What do you think? Lou and Shannon, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm going to have to check the paperwork yeah, on that. I don't know. Time for hashtag mom. God, fashions. Every morning, 720 <laughs> and 920. I'm just really here amusing myself sometimes. <laughs> you send them in, we share them like this. Witchy Mama 75 said, My six-year-old told me that my sweater made me look like a teacher, and I can't tell if that was an insult or not. Well, probably. 
Depends on the teacher, I yeah. suppose. I mean, I don't know that we're making fun of the teacher. Teachers just tend to be very uh, conservative, sure. very drab. As they should be. Blah. <laughs> Megan De La Rosa said, my parents just sent my kid a book that makes fart noises as if I wasn't going to be the one picking out their retirement home. Can you please send that book to me? No, not necessary. I'll be sitting there you reading that Joe, all afternoon. I can't. With, no. <sighs> Stop. We got a text from 3412 that said... Stop. Stop. That, I am also the one picking out your nursing slash retirement home, so knock it off. Hey, throw me in a river. <laughs> Text said, my son's smartwatch kept calling its emergency contact, which is me. <laughs> so when I answered it, it sounded like he was in a trunk on the highway. So I called his dad, who said he was right there. Then I heard him ask his son where his watch was, and he said, in my pants pocket. And then his dad yelled, in the washer? Oh, man. Oh, that's rough. a bummer right there. That's rough. Somebody's making a purchase on Amazon uh-huh. this afternoon. Uh-huh. Hashtag mom. Every morning, 7.20 and 9.20. <laughs> the Toy Hunter, Toys at Built America, a couple of his shows, Jordan Hembro. Good morning. How are you? How are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing just fine. I got to tell you, I, you probably get this all the time. I'm a big, big fan of yours. I love Toy Hunter, and I love this new program that you're involved with called the uh, Toys at Built America. It's so much fun. I, I kind of want to be you when I grow up. You just have the <laughs> you. you have the best job in the world. How much fun is this? Oh, oh okay. I'll tell you what. You can come. We'll switch. You can be me for a day. I promise. <laughs> it's, it's great. I'm very, very fortunate. Yeah, well, you can come be a DJ and deal with payroll and all of that anytime you want, believe me. Oh, not a problem. Okay. We were watching, uh, I mean, I could talk to you about uh, some of the things I saw in Toy Hunter all day, but we were watching uh, the first season of The Toys That Built America. Now you're back for a uh, for a second season. And it's so interesting, the stories behind some of these items that are just so everyday now, and to see the, you know, where they came from, you know, from Slinky to Silly Putty, it's very fascinating. Oh, it, it, it is, you know, and... In season two, which actually premieres this Sunday, yep. nine you know nine eight central on History Channel, so we're we're, we're topical, man. I mean, we're right there, just a few days away. We're we're actually jumping forward a few years. So okay. in season one, we covered all these great toys, Slinky, and all the great toys from our childhood. Well, actually, from nineteen twenties, like the Hula Hoop and the Frisbee. This year. We're doing like the 1970s and 80s. So we're doing like Star Wars, mm. Masters of the Universe. We're doing Cabbage Patch Dolls, Teddy Ruxpin, um, the Super Soaker. We're going to dive into tech toys and, you know, the, the gaming market like Atari and Nintendo and ColecoVision and television. All that great, all that great, great stuff that we grew up with. Um, you know, I like to tell folks that if you were a child during like the late 60s, 70s or 80s, you're definitely going to want to watch you know, season two of Toys That Built America uh, on history because this is tailor-made to your childhood. Yeah, no doubt. It's, it's must-see must TV. Let me, Jordan, let me give you uh, a couple of yeah. uh, famous toy stories, and maybe you can give me a true or false response. Would that be okay? Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Put me on spot. Okay. No, I, I think you're going to know these because I've heard these, and I believe that they're true. Uh, someone actually, there was, there's video footage of a mom punching another mom in 1983 trying to get a Cabbage Patch kid. Is that true? There is footage of that, right? That's absolutely, yeah, that's absolutely true. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I was there. I was, let me tell you something. Okay, I was a dealer. I was around during that craze, and it was insanity. <laughs> I saw it twice in my life. I saw it once with Cabbage Patch, and a few years later with Tickle Me Elmo. Mm. Okay? And people were losing their minds at the time. 
to get these toys for their kids for the holidays. It was insane. Let me throw another one at you. 1977, I guess they did not anticipate how many people would want Star Wars action figures. So they, the company was just Kenner. They sent a box with, an, with a receipt saying, hey, we'll send you one when we have them, but no actual toy. And that's what a lot of kids got for Christmas. Is that true? Yeah, that's absolutely true. So we covered that in the first episode. That was Kenner's save. Uh, that was Kenner's. Well, it's now famous. The early bird certificate. Okay, and what it was is it was a promise. It was a promise to parents and the kids that look, we don't have them right now. Here's a backdrop. Here's some stickers. Here's a patch and and and, and, a, and a fan club enrollment you know kit. Take this now, and as soon as these new figures hit, we're going to send them to you. And and right now, believe it or not. Those figures are some of the rarest on the market right now because it was Chewbacca, yep. Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, and R2-D2, and they were shipped in a special box, and you can't get that anywhere else. So mm. if you had that that kit today, it's about six to $10,000. It's wow. a really super rare kit. Yeah, let me, see, let me see if I get another one right. One of the rarest toys of the 80s is the greatest American hero, VW Bug, with the Pam and Ralph action figure from Mego. Does that ring a bell? You're... Yes, you're good. How did you know that? I told you I love I loved your show, man. I loved it. <laughs> yes, you were very good. That was done by Mego Corporation. Those were three and three quarter inch dolls based on the television show The Greatest American Hero. And yep. it was it was it was a VW bug. It's an extremely, extremely rare set. But you were mentioning Kenner, and this this is not a trivia question, but just something I'll share with you. Uh, I was probably a little old to have them, but I remember just how fantastic Kenner's toys were for Mask in the mid eighties. That was a show that was on for like two months. But boy, those they were intricate, they were well made. Do you, you remember those? Oh, absolutely. Mask. Come on, you know what it stands for. Mobile armored Strike Command. That's right. Yeah, it was an animated television. It was an animated television series, and you know what? And, and it's fantastic. You know who else did that? Mattel with Masters of the Universe and He Man. These stories are just great, and it's so fun to you know. The, I think you get memories where you say, "Oh my God, I had one of those." You know, it's the toys that built America. It's every yeah. Sunday night. The premiere this Sunday night on the uh, History Channel. Jordan, before we let you run, let me give you one more piece of trivia. This is just off the top of my head here because I know she'll want me to ask you this. Mm-hmm. My, my mother has the. 1960 year number two Barbie in the box with all the clothes and and a matching GI Joe from 1964 with all the accessories. Are we talking five, six, seven grand there? What What do you think? Yeah, you're probably talking in the in the market of 4,500 to 5,000. Good stuff. I mean, you know they've they've made Barbie over and over and over again. They keep making this you know Barbie number one and Barbie number two, the nostalgic you know the versions, but. The first three are the are the really the, the big ones. So ask her. Make sure she's got her earrings. Yep. Uh, Bobby had earrings. Make sure she's got her pinkies. Her pinkies were detached. So make sure she has the detached pinkies and everything as well. And they didn't break or anything like that. Mm. Those always break. Uh, and she should have um, brass fittings in her feet. There are holes in her feet where yep. you can stand her up. And there are brass tubes in there. So they discolor over time. But it's a great piece. Barbie number two. There it is. All right, Jordan, I could talk to you all day, man. It's so fun to meet you, and congrats on this show. We're going to be watching. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. i got a couple of pieces of business I want to mention here. and say thank you. There's a Facebook group called the uh, New York Radio and TV Fan Group. A guy <laughs> named John Mincho lives out in Long Island. said he's here at the shore and uh, was very impressed listening to 107.1 The Boss. 
said a great presentation, great radio personalities, and it led to mm-hmm. a whole discussion from a bunch of different people, a couple of which friends of ours, but some people I have no idea who they are, just giving us kudos, talking about the people at work here. Of course, my favorite was a guy who says, they sound better than CBS FM. So that makes me kind of happy. <laughs> oh! Good people there. A lot of friends there. But listen, yeah. we like uh, kicking her butt a little bit. So sure. That's so nice. Thank you, John, and the whole group there giving us a little, some kudos. So it's nice to be respected by your peers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that was kind of nice. Uh, mm-hmm. Watching the uh, ball game last night, I'm saying Houston wins the World Series. Joe, you with me on that? They're still playing baseball? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, so talking about our team, we got uh, our buddy Jack who works the overnight shift. He's a huge Phillies fan. Yeah. I mean, I swear to God, the kid wears the same Phillies t-shirt four or five nights a week. And he's very excited, and that's great, and... Yeah, I understand Philly is closer to home than Houston for us, but i got to say, I think uh, this is the year for the Houston Astros. I, I've got to tell our friend from the overnight, you're going to get wiped out. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Ouch. Yeah, I think it's going to be uh, the uh, Houston 4 or 5. I mean, they're just going to crush the Phillies. I hope not. I'd love to see the Phillies win, but uh, just to see that L2 big jerk just shut up, it would be great. <laughs> <laughs> that kid, uh, Justin um, Verlander, used to play in Detroit when Rochelle and I first met and we're doing a show out yeah. there. He was the big deal in Detroit because, of course, the Tigers are... Yeah, sure. The Tigers are not a fantastic organization. They try. No. They're not as bad as uh, the Lions as far as oh, gosh. Midwest sports teams go. Are the Lions goes. still playing? No, That's I don't think so. Yeah, are they still playing? <laughs> what is it, week seven? No, they're done. Yeah. I mean, there, there are high school football <laughs> teams all over the country that are better than the yeah, Lions. It's you know true. what I'm saying? But Verlander yeah. was huge out there, and people used to get very excited because he's got that model uh, girlfriend or wife, whatever her name Kate is. Kate Upton. Kate Upton. That's yeah. right. So mm-hmm. they got a little celebrity now in Houston, and I think they're going to win the World Series. So. Mm, Kate Upton. <laughs> Listen, Joe, she is a pretty woman, that it's true, but you hear her speak for about three seconds yeah. and you go, yeah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't mm-hmm. do it. What am I? I can't sit there and talk. He's like, hello, Joe, my name is Kate Upton. Like this. Kate Upton's from Michigan. So like oh, is people, she? Yeah, oh, yeah? She's, she's from, so like. Where is Verlander from? Is he? Uh, I'm not sure. Where is Justin, he a Texan? I, I'm not sure where he's from, but I know that Kate Upton's from Michigan. So growing up, I mean, when she started to become famous, people were just like, really? <laughs> I know she's pretty, but really? What's that expression that the uh, people from the, speaking of Texas, people in the South always say? Oh, ain't she pretty? Ain't she pretty? That way you say, man, she's dumb, but thank God she's she's got some looks. She's lucky she's pretty, yeah. She's got that going for her. She's beautiful. I mean, good for her, but yeah, you know. (laughs) Joe, you had some great pictures from the uh, Rutgers game over the weekend. That looked like a good one. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, they won. And, uh, you know, they won at home. A Big Ten win at home. That That was awesome. It was a lot of fun and a lot of energy in the building. It was great. It was like uh, you know, it's it's it's. I think what <clears throat> things to come. You know, I, I they're getting better. Yep. And every week they get a little bit better. And this week they got a little bit better, and it was enough to beat Indiana. Although it- I called them Illinois once, but that's okay. <laughs> Joe, can I put you on the spot? Yeah. What happened? Uh, so November fifth. Oh, here we go. I asked. I asked if I could come with you because uh, U of M is oh, playing Michigan. Rutgers. Is that still a go? <laughs> Unbelievable. Look at this. He's all promises. and then it, He's like a politician. He makes all the promises and it never happens. Well, we're going to have to look into that. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but but the thing is, is that, uh, you know, I just, that's what's going to happen. Everybody's getting tickets for people and they're all from Michigan. Yeah. Sorry. And, and it's going to, the place is going to be filled with, uh, you know, maize and blue. Uh-huh. As it should and, be. Uh, no. No. <laughs> I mean, U of M is going to win that game there because this is no yeah. disrespect to Rutgers, but U of M is a is a better organization. Is that fair? First of all, I would not say this that at all. I no? would say right. they have better team this year. Yes, this but. season they're doing really, really well. So I mean, yeah. some well, we'll years see. they're 
Not so great. I mean, listen, I don't really care at all. I'm not a big college football guy, mm-hmm. but just from what I read, it seems like Michigan is a pretty good. Uh, or maybe I'm just uh, kissing no, they, up to Rochelle because I live in fear of as, sleeping as on the should. couch. You know? As you should. <laughs> you never can not tell with me. It but might just be pandering. Um, they're they're hey. number one in in the Big Ten East right now. So right. I mean, yep. it's it, they're doing pretty good this season. But not every season is like that. So I will right. I will say that just because I want Joe to give me tickets. <laughs> so well, the thing the thing is, listen, there's an old th- saying, right? That's mm-hmm. why they play the games. You never know. You never yeah. know. In college football, you never know. It is. You never know true. who whether the quarterback just broke up with his girlfriend mm-hmm. or anything like you know. It's and true. You never know, and that's the deal. <laughs> Seriously, no, really, it's, true. No, it's true. Joe sounds like Robert De Niro in Casino talking about running numbers. <laughs> you know what? Though you that know, is the- one fun thing about college football. They are playing. They're, they're playing for fun. I mean, obviously they're they're playing because they want to go. Yeah, on. But they're the not the, being paid a billion dollars. But they're also emotional college kids, and they do have they do have the things where my girlfriend broke up, or I drank too much last night, or whatever. <laughs> and so it does affect the game. It, just, it absolutely affects it just the game. does. Right. It you know, makes the it kids fun. failing some some court some class, and he's yeah. all upset about it. Yeah. You know, I mean, you never know. I, I mean, you never know what could happen. Yeah. And uh, uh, but uh, you know, I mean, it would be an absolute unbelievable win for Rutgers if they could win that. But you know, they, they they've done it before. They have done it so, before. Well, if all yeah. those fails, you can just sneak Rochelle in like a drive-in movie in the back of the car, you know? <laughs> I'll take it. Sneak him right in. Thanks for staying in touch with us over the weekend. Get some nice messages on the Facebook. We really do appreciate that. I don't know why I always sound so insincere. We really do appreciate yeah, we it. we do. We check the text messages over the weekend here and there. Thank you for sending those in, 732-774-4444. Of course, the podcast streaming on demand, either at 1071theboss.com or wherever you get your audio entertainment Hey, time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. Being the known number five to number one. We start at number five and count down today, of course. Number five, here is a guy in his backyard and his neighbor who's right over the fence. This kind of like a home improvement. Remember with Tim yeah. Allen, right? Yeah. With the neighbor right over the fence. Kind of straddling the wall, leaning over oh. to yell at him. She is hell-bent on getting down this uh, large plant that crosses over to his yard, and she's <laughs> oh, swearing no. at him that it's going to fall, and he says, the more you swear at me, the less I'm going to agree for us to cut down this yeah, plant. Yeah. You're trespassing? You're threatening me with a weapon, climbing a wall? <laughs> yeah, I have you on camera, and I oh, have I'm you... I'm not threatening you. you, you would, go okay. cut that. Is this your plant? Is this your property? No, it's not. It would be against the law to climb that wall. And to cut these plants. He sounds like a smart kid. He's probably right that she's trespassing, but I got to tell you, I'm on her side. He seems, what an obnoxious guy. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have a watcher situation going on here. <laughs> it's not going to be good. <laughs> you better stop. I mean, he just sounds like such a Karen. <laughs> What's the big he deal? Does? She sounds a little bit like a Karen. No. I don't know. I kind of want to hear some more. You want to hear some more kind of this? Kind of. All right, let's yeah, see. I want to know what happens. I'm cutting down and I'm to blow up the damn place. Okay, now you're threatening to blow up the damn place? I'm calling the cops, Diane. You damn son of a bitch. You too, Diane. Have a good day. <laughs> I'm going to have my camera set, so if anything happens, we'll know exactly who did it. <laughs> Diane sounds crazy. No, I'm, I'm with her. He's a little bastard. Yeah. Well, it's a plant. Like, what are you doing outside that this plant is really bothering? It's not like it's a tree that's She's just having a house. temper tantrum. She doesn't like the plant. No, I'm... There's no, no reason to threaten to call the police. That's ridiculous. There's no reason to threaten to blow up his house over a plant. Well, he's a jerk. What a psycho. Nah, I'm with her. No. I like Get out it. of here, I Diane. would hate him, too. I'd be, I'd, okay. I'd be out there in my house coat and slippers as well. Again, there's going to be some sort of watcher situation, so you should just probably watch out. No, I'm, on his, I'm on his side. I'm on her side. I don't know whose side You I'm don't on. know whose side it you're on. It doesn't matter. Whoever's paying me. Number four. <laughs> he 
His name has come up quite a bit on the uh, program here the past couple of weeks. John Stamos Mm -hmm. recently discussed some roles that he decided to turn down. Of course, we had uh, the hubby of his ex-wife on, Jerry O'Connell, last week. One was him playing a marriage counseling male prostitute. (laughs) When I got off Full House, I had a deal at Warner Brothers. So we were trying to come up with another show. This was in the 90s. Now, if he offered me the show, I'd do it in two seconds. But it was like, can you play a male hooker? (laughs) I thought Charlie's Angels were hookers. (laughs) I like how he says, if I got offered it now, I would do it because... I'm going to be honest with you, and I like John Stamos. Oh, I love John Stamos. He's a handsome man. Yes, he is. He's a talented man. Yes, he is. Okay? But you look at him and you think, yeah, I can see him playing a male prostitute who's also a marriage counselor. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Makes perfect sense. (laughs) He should have done it. Bonus story for you. You're going to like this. There's a little puppy who's trending online. He collects golf balls. He has collected about 6,000. Oh, my god! Over the last few years, and his owner donates the golf balls to charity. Oh. Here's his owner, Charles Jefferson. The first time he went into a bush and came out with a tightness probably one, and I thought, this is a, a miracle. And about 10 minutes later, he then went on, to a, on a fairway and picked up a golfer's golf ball. This is a Marlow, the little dog, who apparently has his knack for finding golf balls, which is great. What charity this needs is what I golf was just balls? Thinking. Like, I mean, it's nice that he's donating them, I guess. But what charity? What homeless yeah. person says, you know, I'm I have no place to go. I have no. I need food. Also, do you have any golf balls? Because I'd like to hit <laughs> also, the 18 I'd like holes. Go, I'd like to go golfing. What is that? <laughs> maybe they. What are you talking maybe they about? Repurpose them or they recycle them? I don't know. No, I could see if he sold them online and said, "This is a ball discovered by this," and someone yeah, says, sure. "Yeah, sure, I'll donate five bucks." Yeah, and it all goes to charity. Who needs golf balls? <laughs> I feel like some poor person going into a shelter is like, I need a place to sleep. It's right, cold. Right. I don't need a golf ball. But <laughs> right. it's pretty cool for little Marlo. He's very cute. It is, except he's collecting people's golf balls like on the fairway. So those people who are golfing are probably like, what the hell? What's That'd be me. I'm, I'm in the sand looking for my ball. Marlo's like, I got it 10 minutes ago. <laughs> woof, woof. Number three, well, this story just won't go away. You heard about James Corden last week. He yeah. was uh, rude, allegedly, to yep. servers at a restaurant. He's banned from the restaurant. He apologized. He's unbanned from the restaurant. Then he says the whole thing was ridiculous and he had nothing to apologize for. The guy made it up. And so now he might be banned from the restaurant again because that guy said that he feels like this is toxic, the guy that owns the restaurant. There are like 100,000 restaurants in New York City. Who cares? Go somewhere else. Like, well, enough. I suppose enough. that's true, too, but... Enough. Stop talking about it. Who cares? Do we have some audio of uh, James Corden and the waiter? You're trespassing. There he is. You're threatening me with a weapon. Yep. <laughs> yep, there they are. <laughs> Man, he's just the worst, isn't he? I Go guess. away. It's just whatever. Let's get Conan O'Brien Enough. back, okay? <laughs> Number two, San Francisco planning to spend $1.7 million, Joe's going to like this, to design and build a single public toilet in a neighborhood plaza. The toilet will occupy a 150-square-foot space. That's the entire news item I see here. Yeah. What prompted the yeah. city council to approve right. $1.7 million to build a single toilet, a one-person stall, in the middle of this public plaza? Yeah. How big is this toilet? What is it? Does... It's 150 square feet. The that's, actual toilet. That's like a studio apartment in San Francisco, is it not? That's a lot of toilet paper to cover the seat. I mean, what do you? <laughs> how are you going to use said to, Is there a stepladder to get up there? What it, Those I are all understand. valid questions, but again, I want to know what's going on in San Francisco, that right. they felt the need to spend $2 million on a one toilet. And why do they want to be known as the place with the big toilet? Like, that's not... That's well, I not- think it beats the alternative, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> You don't want to be known as a city where they're leaving gifts on the sidewalk, all right? Gross. Number one, someone has stole a 14-foot skeleton decoration off someone's front lawn. This happened out in Dallas, Texas. 
over the weekend. They shove the whole thing and they get it on the DoorDash cam. You know, what do they yeah. call that? The little door cam? Yeah, the ring. They shove it into the back of an SUV and speed off after taking it off the lawn. The owner is offering a $50 reward for its return. Two things. That's too small amount of money for people to care. You got to up it to at least 100 bucks, okay? Yeah. And number two, I know exactly who it was. It was your neighbors who hate the fact you have a 14-foot skeleton <laughs> in the front lawn. Because the poor are, old lady's probably yeah. making coffee in the morning. She sees a skeleton out her window. No one wants that, okay? Those are big this year. Like, they, a lot of people have those huge... Where do you store that? Like, where do you store a 14-foot skeleton? I don't understand. You got a beautiful home, a beautiful manicured lawn. You look out your front window and you got a friggin' cemetery because some idiot has to put up all these Halloween decorations with arms coming out of the grass it's terrible okay <laughs> i take it back i said last week that i like halloween more than i used to i think i hate it yeah you hate it i again. think i'm anti-halloween you're back to it i'm okay. back to anti-halloween all right sounds good all we need is the monster mash the rest of it can just go away i don't need candy i don't need costumes i certainly don't need decorations in a guy's front lawn okay you're so festive monday world famous celebrity birthday file tequila tequila i just wanted to say tequila tequila yes he's 41 today mary bono that's uh, Sonny's second ex. Yes. She's 61. Kevin Klein, 75 today. And Batman's co-creator, Bob Kane, was born on this date of 1915. Wow. I'm Bob Kane. I created Batman. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> today is National Food Day. That's broad, oh, huh? Oh, yeah. All food? Yeah, well, more specifically, today is also National Bologna Day. Ew. And if you like bologna, you've come to the right place, Ew. all right? <laughs> You've come to the right place. <laughs> also, speaking of things that I know Joe is going to like, happy anniversary to Kojak. It premiered this date uh, 49 years ago, 1973. So, who loves you, baby? <laughs> I said to Rochelle as we were uh, preparing this stuff that I used to love, uh, you know, the celebrity roast Dean Martin and all of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Don Rickles would usually be the master of ceremonies for these things. And uh, yeah. Kelly Savalas, who played Kojak, I guess was good friends with Rickles. And Rickles mm-hmm. would play up that they had some sort of a... You know, homoerotic thing going on with each other. You go, listen, Telly, I'm just not that into you. I'm not that lonely. <laughs> Every time I hear oh, Kojak, that's, that's what I think funny. of. Is Rickles uh, kissing his bald head. You were just saying, too, <laughs> National Bologna Day reminded me over the weekend. Um, they, you know, they give they feed you breakfast at the Rutgers games when you're there working. So it's yeah. nice of them to do that. So, But they had a little buffet out, right? And it was eggs and bacon and sausage. And they had Taylor Ham, more pork roll. Yeah. And you come up to it, and the guys from Indiana, they were looking like, what is that? <laughs> oh, they didn't know what it was? <laughs> I had no idea. And I said, that's that's uh, Taylor Ham. It's really good. You should try it. And the guy takes a little piece, puts it in his mouth, and goes, Ooh, I like this. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, Changed his life just a little bit. Changed his life. That's right. Changed his life for the better. Oh, yeah. One of the PR guys from uh, the University of Indiana that changed his life. Oh, funny stuff. Love Anyways, that. we start. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you know, then, of course, he had to go probably after <laughs> oh, that, too. Here it comes he goes again. Right through. Here yeah, it, comes. it goes right through. It goes right through. Well, right now, it's time for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. We have an event going on for a charity, local organization trying to do some good, give back in the neighborhood. That's what it's all about right here on the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. You can send something into us, get a little link, a little info on what the event is, share it by texting 732-774-4444, the Boss Text Connect. You can do it on the aforementioned 1071 The Boss Facebook page or 1071theboss.com. Boss roadies are on the move. 
coming down to Halloween weekend. Your Robbie and Rochelle Lerotti is going to be out again this Friday night starting at 5 at Halloween at the Bell Works in Homedale. What a great season they've had out there. Yeah, it's the final weekend. That's right. Come on out. And the weather generally has been pretty good for Mm -hmm. it, too. It has. Also, the big Jinx Halloween party on the boardwalk. Come in costume for great prizes. They get different prizes for different costume categories from most elaborate to sexiest to goofiest to scariest and Mm -hmm. all of that. Boss Lerotti's be there at 9 o'clock at Jinx this upcoming Saturday night. So a couple of Halloween events for you. And the St. Bernadette Knights of Columbus, they're hosting a special pancake breakfast. Okay. Ooh. It's going on Sunday, November 6th from 8 to noon. St. Bernadette and Parlin. Pancakes, bacon, eggs, sausage, coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. U Knight. That's K-N-I-G-H-T dot org for the info. Monmouth Mom's Halloween Spooktacular. That's going on this weekend, Sunday at 11. Also at the Bell Works in Homedale. There's a costume contest with character visits, face painting, 75 vendors, local food, story time, and a whole lot more. Admissions free gift bags given out to the first 250 attendees. And you hop right over to Halloween, you know. Mm-hmm. Monmouth Moms or the themonmouthmoms.com. And the Long Branch Halloween Spooktacular is going on Saturday from 1 to 5. Festival Plaza in Long Branch. Enjoy local vendors, crafts, food, family activities, and a lot more. All events in and then search Long Branch Halloween Spooktacular for more. That's all events.in Long Branch Halloween Spooktacular. Just a couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB. Big cash coming Thursday. Taking a little breather mm-hmm. here after uh, what do we do over the summer? We did a bunch of cash giveaways. Was this there's Secret Celebrity? There's right. a whole bunch of them, right? Yeah. There's the classic rock keywords. Mm-hmm. Last week we were doing some uh, free gas. We're going to take a breather just for a couple of days here. And then this Thursday morning at 7, your chance to win big money up to $500 every time we play. Ooh. Now, there's no code. You don't have to sign up for anything. Although, there is a chance to get some insider information. If you do want to go to 1071theboss.com a little bit later on this week, Thursday, your chance to rip off some big cash (laughs) for the holiday season right here. That's all I can say thus far. Okay. But more and more details every day. And then Thursday will be your first opportunity to pick up up to 500 bucks at least three times every single day by listening here to 1071 The Boss, okay? Mm -hmm. I know some people are calling going, you got any more gas cards? And and truthfully, I do not. (laughs) No. I do not right now. But coming Thursday, big cash, big details. 1071 The Boss, all right? It's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. I like this. Because <laughs> I can relate to this. It's a sentence. It's a phrase. Something that only annoying people would use. <laughs> I realize it's subjective to call somebody annoying. Uh-huh. But maybe we can all agree this is something that most of us get a little aggravated by it. Only someone who is annoying would mm-hmm. say this out loud. You know, someone who is not cognizant of how their words, their behavior, their demeanor affects those others of us. Let's unpack this. Sure. There you are. Let's not. <laughs> Let's now we've, not. Uh, we've talked about something similar where the little phrases bosses say in email. That yeah. Get triggered. But this is when my you're, last email. Right. But if you're uh, <laughs> just in conversation with somebody mm-hmm. and they say something like this, it makes you absolutely nuts. This is just annoying. You know? Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, right. I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> Don't say that to me. That's sorry. rude. Sorry, not sorry. We had someone on the phone. It was a celebrity. I forget which one. It might have been the uh, Bachelor in Paradise kid, but he goes, YOLO. Let's say, say YOLO in conversation. <laughs> I, I would prefer, he says, you only live once. Yeah. Life's too short. Now, that wouldn't bug me as much as, oh, YOLO. What about the, the live, laugh, love? <laughs> I know how you feel about that. It's only slightly better than the uh, keep calm and whatever. You know, yeah, you those, carry on. And people keep post these things. Yeah. Uh, they have posters of these things, and or they post them on their social media. 
I think the most annoying thing a person could say, especially when you're already angry, yeah. is calm down. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me to calm down when I'm angry. Especially just, if you're in a relationship. Yeah, just don't do, just, it's better you just walk away. Don't tell me to calm down. What is wrong with you? That is so annoying. I'm going to be on my own island on this, but I really hate when you say, hey, how are you? Or good morning, how you doing? You know, and then they say, oh, fine. And then people keep the conversation going. Because, listen, no one really cares what you did this weekend or how you are. People mm-hmm. just think, good morning, how are you? Then there's there's always that person. Especially, maybe it's a person you don't even know. You just say, good morning, how are you? Like to the lady behind the counter at the convenience store. Yeah. She says, I'm fine. How was your weekend? I don't want to tell you about my weekend. Mm-hmm. First of all, nothing happened. And second of all, none of your business. I don't care about your weekend. You don't care about my weekend. Oh, that is super annoying. I mean, I'm just saying good morning to be polite and be a member of society. <laughs> You're like, here. I don't actually want to I don't talk actually want to talk to you. I don't actually care. I don't actually want to say anything. I'm only doing it out of obligation as a member of society. Period. Wow. So don't take it beyond how you doing? Uh-huh. Matter of fact, don't even answer. I don't care how you're doing, okay? You'd prefer someone not answer? I'd prefer we didn't say anything at all. You know, just a little... Well, then don't be polite and say, how are you doing? This is another thing I hated about uh, masks during COVID, is that uh, you just kind of... Sometimes I just do the nod and the smirk at people. Mm-hmm. I don't say anything at all. Couldn't do that, because I got the mask on, yeah, so I had to say good morning. And then I'm roped in from time to time with these annoying people with the... Hey, so, uh, you know, did you see the new Batman movie? Uh, no. <laughs> yes, but no, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> are you okay? S- sentence that's used only by annoying people. <laughs> 732-774-4444. 732-774-4444. It's a number to call. You can text same number if you get an answer on this. Somebody's got to be with me here. Get me on Facebook. Joe and Marianne did a retro Halloween costume over the weekend. We will post some pictures of that right now on the <laughs> Facebook. Uh, there Has there ever been better casting than Joe Nolan as the skipper from Gilligan's Island? No, there is not. It is perfect casting. <laughs> and Marianne is Marianne. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. A, that's a no-brainer. That's a no-brainer. <laughs> And then that was uh, my buddy Pete as Thurston Hal the Third. Yeah, the professor. And then the other person there is uh, his uh, girlfriend Lisa, who was Gillian. She should have just worn a straight red shirt, though. I don't like the picture of Bob Denver on her belly. Uh, I, it I, takes I, it out I, of character for me. Yes, I agree totally. I gotta you, know, you, you guys looked fantastic. Yeah. I gotta know what got first place because you said you got third. How, I, oh, there was a costume contest. What? I see. Yes, and there was a nice lady who was there who who built this round, big round thing, headdress thing, and then dra- uh, draped it with gauze huh. and put lights on it. And she was a jellyfish. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good and that's it was creative. brilliant. It that's was creative. brilliant. Yeah, okay. it was creative. And uh, and that won first place. And then there were a lot of pirates and uh, a bunch of guys, you know, that just brought put on a baseball jersey. And <laughs> That's a Robbie. He has a Superman shirt, and he'll put that on with like a, a shirt over it. And he's like, "I'm Superman." Like that's your Halloween. Co- that yeah. it's better than nothing, that's isn't it? What you're wearing, yeah. it's better than nothing. <laughs> and I will tell you this: you don't know how many people came up to me that night. I got pictures taken and the whole thing. You know, oh, we listen to you on one oh seven one. One lady came up, said my mother listens to you guys every morning. So uh, it's working, buddy. I'm telling right. you, you got you, you got a lot of people listening to this radio station. There you go. Love it's, that. That's very and nice. These, you know, these are and these are my bougie friends too. You know, these are. These are <laughs> well, I know. don't know what the hell they're doing listening to this yeah. show, but I certainly appreciate it. You two farting every eight seconds. Yeah, that's what I don't mean. Don't do it again. That's not an invitation, but <laughs> see, it's, again, not an invitation. Okay. Actually, no, nah, never. <laughs> anyway, as you head out, I don't. I don't want to invoke the uh, wrath of uh, the uh, female host. <laughs> Oh, apparently you don't have no problem doing that. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> coming Thursday, even more 
cash. Your chance to win up to 500 bucks every single time we play. We'll do it multiple times a day. Real easy to win it, too. Nothing to sign up for. You know, no passwords, mm-hmm. sweepstakes, nothing like that. Right. right. Thursday morning, right after 7, your first chance at the big box. And just about 10 minutes away, we're opening up the boss ticket window. Go to City Field next summer. See Dead & Company with Mr. John Mayer. Right now, we got a he said, she said. going. I like this because I feel this way on a regular basis. Multiple <laughs> encounters per day. So it's a sentence... Which is used only by annoying people. Mm, yeah. We would all probably agree that this person is the annoying person. Maybe they mean well. Maybe they're just super perky. But they're the annoying mm-hmm. people. What a Monday morning kind of question, right? Yeah, it is. Said it's only used by annoying people. Jennifer said, I hate when people say, must be nice. <laughs> you know what? Yes, it is. I'm guilty of that myself. Must be nice. Because I'm a little passive aggressive in that way. Yeah, I think that's what it is too. It's the but those people are annoying in and of themselves. Because when you say something like that, at least if it's me, these kind of people says, "Yeah, you know, I uh, decided I'm about to book a vacation because life too short." So uh, hubby and I are going to spend six weeks in Cancun. I'm like, "Well, must be nice." <laughs> Apparently, you don't have to work for a living like the rest of us. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> <That's> fair. <laughs> so I'll turn that one back around. I'll flip it right back around and reverse it. You know. <laughs> He's turning to Missy Elliott there for a second. <laughs> Dave said, no worries or welcome to my world. Mm-hmm. Kind of in the same, in the same basket right. there. Jesus, maybe I am the annoying person. I say both of those a lot, too. <laughs> but it's only because I'm annoyed by the other person. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And a text from 7772 said, I'm just being brutally honest. They're more interested in being brutal than honest. Crap, I say that, too. I think... You I, are the annoying I I, person. I, I, I just re- this is why I have no friends. I think I just realized that I'm the annoying person. Well, fine. Screw all of you. You said she said? Yeah. How about when people say, is it cold enough for you? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? It could be snow. Ugh. It could be snow. So annoying. Uh, all right. Thanks. Sentence only used by annoying people. How would you answer that? 732-774-4444. Only a person who's very annoying would speak this way. We shall keep you abreast of the situation. Yeah. I certainly don't think Nick is annoying, but I'm gonna, no. I just would not have said it that way. But <laughs> stand by. <laughs> find a little formal. It might be a sentence a formal, a formal yeah. person would say, but that's not exactly what we're mm-hmm. speaking of here. We're talking about uh, sentences, phrases, uh, words, turns of phrase used by annoying people. Here's a deal. Fact of the matter is. Fact of the matter is. <laughs> I'm not kidding about this. Yeah. Annoying yeah. people. Yeah, it's a little annoying. Donna said, I did a thing, or it's been a minute. Mm. It's yeah. kind of one of those uh, valley girl kind of phrases. I, I, did a, a I did a thing. I did a thing. And then they want to show you their big fat ring because they got engaged for the ninth time. Oh, my you know? God. It's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Denise said, just saying. <laughs> I say that all the time. You know, is the other one you say all the time? That's what she said. <laughs> That's not annoying. No. That's funny. You stand by that? That's I, I quality, quality ha-ha humor? Absolutely stand by that. And Kim said, does that make sense? Or you follow me? Oh, you follow? I was. You follow me? Yeah. It's so funny now. All I think of is uh, Facebook when people say follow mm-hmm. me. But Yeah. You follow, you follow me? How about when someone uh, says their name when they call you and you can see that it's them? That annoys me a little oh. bit. <laughs> Yeah. We all have caller ID. We know who's calling sure. us. Even the least technologically inclined of us today have a cell phone. Right. I mean, there are very few people. What is it, like 91% mm-hmm. of Americans have cell phones now? So we can see the number coming in. So when you pick up the phone and go, hey, Bill. Hey, yeah. it's Bill. You say, mm-hmm. I, I know. I said that, and I saw it. I got yeah. it. So yeah. it's used only by annoying people. Still going on Facebook. We'll leave it up on the text connect, too. Don't be annoying when you answer. We'll call you out. 732-774-4444. <laughs> Your he said. She said.